Hello, I'm Mercedes Stevenson, and this is the West Block, politics, perspectives, and players. The existence of these tariffs uh, for many Canadians raises some serious questions about NAFTA ratification. That was Canada's Foreign Affairs Minister, Christian Freeland, in Washington last week, warning the new NAFTA may not go ahead unless the United States removes steel and aluminum tariffs, tariffs that were slapped on Canadian imports last June. What more should the government be doing to end these tariffs? Joining me now is Ken Newman. Ken is the director for the United Steelworkers Union of Canada. Uh, Ken, steel and aluminum tariffs have been top of mind for a lot of Canadians, having a significant impact. It's been a year, basically, since they were announced, almost a year since they came into force. Are we any closer to getting these tariffs removed? Well, it doesn't seem that way, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. The fact is that since they've been announced, that we've encouraged the government, first of all, that we were surprised that they made the announcement of a trade deal when Trump said that once they come to a trade deal, those tariffs will be gone. That passed by. The fact is we also informed the government not to sign the, <clears throat> the trade agreement in Argentina. They went ahead and done it. And the fact now is that the tariffs just continue to linger. And there's a tremendous amount of damage that's being done across this country. In many communities, many workers and some of the countries are struggling because of these illegal tariffs. I should point out that uh, they're illegal what the U.S. government has done because Canada is not a national security. So uh, we hear the government saying that they're making progress. Uh, we hear the ambassador saying that, you know, within the next couple of weeks, uh, but that's falling on deaf ears. Uh, <clears throat> so therefore, is that uh, we've been calling on last week. We had a press conference up in Alma, Quebec, which is an aluminum facility. Uh, basically saying that the government should not ratify the agreement, which is the next step in this process, until such time as the U.S. government withdraws the tariffs on aluminum and steel. Do you think there's any chance they're going to listen to you on that and they, they will withhold from ratifying? Well, I think there's, uh, there's been an indication from Minister Freeland that was just recently in Washington, basically it indicated that the public in Canada is getting a bit worried about the fact is that these tariffs are still there and it's going to make it much more difficult for them to go ahead and, uh, and ratify. So hopefully that uh, that's now come, uh, they're, they're paying some attention to that. The other thing you should know is that 71%, we've done some polling on this, 71% of Canadians uh, are opposed to the tariffs that have been, uh, that been initiated by the U.S. So clearly the Canadians are totally opposed uh, to what has taken place. And what's happening now is that if you look at the damage that's doing, for example, in Alberta, we have 200 of our workers at the Terrace plant that are going to be on an eight-week shutdown. We have 180 layoffs at a facility, at a steel facility up in the Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, and then we've got some layoffs that are just at the cusp in, in Quebec. We, uh, we have a couple of companies that are on the verge of having some layoffs. And when I was up at Elma, the reason I was up at Elma, Rio Tinto has now shelved a $200 million expansion. And that $200 million expansion was going to build a billet plant. It's going to create 400 uh, construction jobs and 50 permanent jobs in that small community. That's a very important investment uh, in that particular community that is jobs for the community, is jobs for the, uh, the kids that are coming out of school, whatever the case may be. Also in Hamilton, which is closer to home, which is the steel mecca of Canada, you've got the new really reformed Stelco. Uh, you've got the new owner there that's in the process or willing to invest close to a half a billion dollars, a half a billion dollar investment which is going to create an additional 500 jobs. In both of these cases, 
because of these tariffs that are there, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They have shelved and put them off to the side, and they're not proceeding. That is to the detriment of the Canadian steel workers and the aluminum workers because of the inaction that our federal government has taken back when the, they made the announcement that they didn't hold Trump to him withdrawing the tariffs. They had another opportunity by not signing it, and hopefully that come uh, the ratification part, that they draw the line in the sand and say to the U.S. administration that under no circumstances are we going to ratify the, the, the so-called NAFTA or the USMCA until the tariffs or quotas or any of that is put off to the side. So we can get back now, to the business that we've been used to in the integrated market for many, many years. Some people look at this and say, yes, there has absolutely been damage from the tariffs. There's been damage economically, there's been damage to jobs, but potentially not having a signed USMCA agreement could be more damaging. What do you say to those people? Well, I mean, the, the fact is, is that uh, we, we, have, we have a fairly uh, sophisticated relationship with the U.S., and I put it in the context of what this was all about. This was about President Trump that was drilling down uh, to his uh, constituents when he was talking about uh, playing tough and uh, a bit more of that populism. That's what he was talking about. The fact is, is that, look, you can't be bullied around. Canada should not be embarrassed to the fact is that we have one of the best steel industries, we have one of the best aluminum industries, the majority of the trade that crosses those borders. Uh, these are jobs in the various communities. Uh, so I, I think that people have to understand 70-some percent of the public is opposed to these tariffs, and it's a matter of uh, fairness and that they stand up to uh, the Trump administration and say, do what you initially said you were going to do. Once you come to an agreement, you're going to take those tariffs off. They fail to hold them to that. They now have an opportunity, and they better hold them to that opportunity because it's only going to get worse. But you mentioned Ambassador McNaughton, and we've had him on the show, and he reassured us on the show that he was confident the tariffs would be coming off any day now. Does he know something that you don't? Well, I wish, uh, you know, I've, you know, when that last, when I seen that as well, because we were, did some inquiries on it, and I think that uh, they're just continuing to talk to Lighthouse and others saying that the tariffs have to come off. But it's not going to happen if they don't put some pressure point on it. They have an opportunity to go to the U.S. administration and say, look, we're not going to ratify this agreement until such time as those tariffs are gone. And until such time, I don't see, you can say that they're going to be off in two weeks or three weeks. Unless you can apply some kind of pressure onto the U.S. administration that these tariffs have to go, and that's by not ratifying it, uh, there's not much going to happen. What do you hear from your American counterparts? Because we've heard that this is hurting American industry as well. Is there pressure there on Donald Trump and on Congress on that side of the border to get rid of these tariffs? Oh, sure. I mean, one of the things that our union is, even as an international union, is that we've uh, been consistent saying that uh, you know, Canada is clearly not the problem in regards to the national security or, or the, the steel or aluminum. The fact is, is that you have 35 states that have a surplus uh, with Canada. They're obviously hurting because of the countervailing duties. Uh, there, is a, there is some cry that uh, they're putting pressure onto the Trump administration that you got to get, uh, get, get rid of the tariffs. The other thing, the statistics are showing, there's an article by Bloomberg the other day, uh, that there's more losers than there's winners. Uh, yes, there's the odd company that's making some windfall profits because the prices have spiked. But overall, is that uh, these tariffs are not having the net effect of uh, what they thought it's going to have. Uh, so, like I say, there's more losers than there's winners uh, on this particular situation. Are the countervailing duties having their intended effects? And, and are you getting enough support from the government in terms of money that they're saying they're collecting coming in to turn over to the steel and aluminum industry? Well, I think the countervailing duties, in my view, should have been a month earlier, but they, they, they took in a month after the, the tariffs were imposed. 
uh, there's no doubt that they're having an effect because we know from our sources that uh, those uh, states, that the 35 states that have a surplus with Canada, uh, they're, obviously, uh, they're obviously very concerned about that, of where it's going. As far as the money, uh, I mean, the, I think the government is uh, uh, slow in getting that money out. I think they've, they've collected now close to a billion dollars. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the tariffs. Uh, it hasn't gone out as quickly as it has, but they're having some that's uh, being released. Uh, I say we've got some workers that are now going to lose their jobs, are going to be put in deferment. Obviously, we expect the government to step up and help those communities of where they're going to be affected. Big picture nationally, if the tariffs don't come off, what does it mean in terms of jobs and the economy for damage? Sorry, internationally? Nationally. Here, here in Canada, if you take a, a nationwide look and you say, what is it going to cost the Canadian people in terms of jobs, in terms of the economy, if these tariffs continue? Well, it's going to cost a lot because right now we have some companies that are paying a million dollars a day in tariffs uh, and some steel companies are paying that. So as you know, we've had two of our major steel companies more recently come out of bankruptcies that... Uh, Again, simply because of the fact is that there's a global problem in regards to dumping. And our concern is, is that if we don't get these resolved soon, that those companies that just came out of the CCAA, is that it could very, very easily get right back into the situation that they were. So that's one of the things that is no doubt would have a very negative effect and could have a tremendous effect on, on employment. As a, a lot of our employers now that they're, uh, you know, in Montreal and some of these, uh, NovaTube is on the verge of having some, uh, some, uh, some layoffs and they're just hanging on in hope that the government is going to stand up and make sure that uh, we put some pressure onto the U.S. administration that they drop these tariffs and steel and aluminum. What makes you think that Donald Trump would respond to that pressure? Well, I think that uh, it's not just Donald Trump. The fact is that you're going to have the administration, you're going to have you know, you've got the Democrats that have now taken over the, uh, the Congress. Uh, I think that there's much more movement. Uh, Some of them are very protectionist, though. Well, the fact is, is that I think that they also have to understand that Canada's not the problem. I mean, I don't think there's anybody there that thinks for a moment that Canada's a national security threat. Uh, I, you know, uh, I think that that's not the issue. I think that if you go back to integration of the market, I've crossed that border numerous times throughout the country. You see hundreds and hundreds of trucks that cross those borders. That's a billion dollars a day of trade that's taking place. That's surely not an enemy. That's surely not a national security threat. I do understand one thing of what Trump was talking about initially. There was a, there's a global dumping of steel from some of these countries, such as China and others. Those are the ones you have to deal with. But don't deal, don't punish your best neighbor that has been living with the rules and you need the integration. You need those products crossing the border uh, to assist uh, the employers on the other side. And that's how the trade has worked. And it's worked to the betterment of both Canada and the United States. Ken, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Mercedes Stevenson for The West Block. For more, please go to our website, thewestblock.ca. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great week.